Hey, Peter. Hey, Adam. Scale of one to ten, how memeable is this episode going to be? Man, this is going to be this is going to be me, 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 me memes for days. Oh boy. I'm Adam Annis. And I'm Peter Martin. And you're listening to the You'll Hear Podcast. Special edition of Jazz Advice and Memes Coming At You. Why are we so meme heavy already I don't the know. Why have we said it correctly so many times in a row? Because <coughs> I, I, I'm always partial to meme meme. There's so many different ways to say it. Is there a correct pronunciation? Yeah. It's like something you would only read like on your phone right. as you're driving or as you're uh, not driving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. On your phone as you're driving. <coughs> don't do that at home, kids. Uh, no, we're talking about memes today because we have some celebrities on the line from the jazz world, from the jazz humor world, and from the jazz memes world. None other than the jazz memes, Chase and Kevin. What's going on, fellas? How's it going, guys? What's up, Peter and Adam? How's it going? Oh, it's, it's going good, man. We're excited to have you. We're a little nervous. Let's let's should we be honest about that, Adam? Well, no? this is definitely like uh, putting a, a, a target on our back a little yeah, bit. Because we, we consider ourselves Kevin and Chase, you gotta understand something. We consider ourselves kind of jazzy funny guys but you guys no, 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 are no. truly jazzy funny guys <laughs> on the next level so we, we may wilt in the wit department today apologies if we do, do is that what we consider i feel like we just do what we do and it ends up being just stupid funny <laughs> I, I mean honestly you know the stuff you guys do as you guys have seen because we've memed you before is just perfect meme gold uh i mean yeah <laughs> You guys are just keep doing what you're doing, and we'll be in business for years. Don't yeah, worry. and that well, it's a good balance of like cringy, right? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I do feel b- better that you're saying we're meme, we're you know when you meme us, even saying that because I know that you've and, and one of the things I want to talk to you about is about is you've memed everybody from the bottom of the bucket like us all the way up to you know of course John Coltrane, Miles Davis, the Masters, and everything. You guys don't pull any punches um, in terms of that, and I do think that there's a certain feeling and i've heard this from other jazz artists is like once you get memed it's like a little badge of honor up there it right is nice. have you guys what's good. the feedback you guys are getting from different jazz artists or are they just lawsuits coming in the mail <laughs> no that's that's pretty similar to what we've heard in, in some of the artists we've talked to is is they they know that they've gotten memed because you know their phone blows up in the morning right and all their friends are sending them the meme of themselves and they're you know especially early on they're checking out what is what is jazz memes like why is why am I getting all these texts about this? Right. And then now, nowadays, now it's, you know, sort of become a thing. Right, right. So if, if our listeners haven't checked it out right now, Andrew's going to put a link uh, to some jazz memes uh, from yeah, you awesome. guys. And, uh, Possibly some of the ones we were featured. I don't know. We're they'll just they'll be up there. there. Oh, I mean, they them. should. They're great. We love them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but you know I, we try to keep this somewhat educational, so we thought we could just talk to you guys today about semi semi educational, uh, just about <clears throat> something that might be important to our listeners, which is a bit of a bit of advice on growing, you know, your online uh, following, which yes. which you all have done a great job at. We you know are obviously always aiming to do that, so. Uh, yeah, I think that would be a good place to start, right? Well, let's start there then. Well, let, actually, let's start with the history of of jazz memes. Yeah, the origin. Can you give so us you the guys are in Florida, story? is that right? Yeah, so we're from Miami, Florida. I assume, right I'm just going to assume that you all met in like a, some dingy jazz school lounge somewhere at a university. Well, so Kevin and I are brothers. 
Oh, right so, on. That helps. Oh, so you met? Uh, are you twins by any chance? Yeah. We met at birth. Yeah. And, uh, you <laughs> we know, just, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not twins. Uh, okay. But yeah, yeah. So we're, we're jazz musicians. I Chase uh, plays guitar and Kevin plays piano. Uh, and then we studied at University of North Florida in Jacksonville. Oh, Ooh. nice. So, and that's kind of where, you know, the origins of jazz memes started because I was, you know, memeing my friends and in jazz situations, right? Like I'd meme my friend Leo and he's a trombone player. So it was very easy to uh, meme him. <laughs> Talk about uh, a meme that writes itself. Yeah, I, I mean, I was, it was low hanging fruit to be honest, but that's, you know, we all have to start somewhere. Absolutely. Absolutely. At, humble at, beginnings. Humble yeah. Beginnings. Uh, and really it was, you know, great for him too, um, that people were talking about him. Now, when you say you started memeing him, was the format, because I, I want to get into this too about, you yeah. know, in terms of how, you, you know, you know, how you do grow something and how, because this is really almost its own channel. We always talk about, you know, Instagram or podcasts and we're involved in some of these different things and you see how people respond. But I would, I would say, I don't know what you guys think, but the, the meme is almost its own channel. It, it's no matter where you place it. Yeah. So we don't think about it so much as its own like platform. Like, like you said, you have podcasts and you have, you know, Instagram or Facebook or a mailing list or a website. Right. Um, those are all your different platforms. Mm -hmm. um, but memes definitely lend themselves to being more easily shared. And so that's definitely one of the things that helped us grow our audience because it is easily shareable. Right. Um, right. But a main aspect, kind of what you were hitting on, is creating a brand that is consistent in the look, right? So that's why we actually consciously chose to keep that look of the meme. And that's the, that's the feedback we would get from artists is they would see a meme and, you know, people repost this. It doesn't say jazz memes on the meme, right. but they would know that it's us because it's in that format. And so it's sort of like a calling card instead of all the memes looking different on some of these other meme pages. No one's going to recognize that as coming from that page because it could be anyone making it. Right. But jazz memes have a certain look and that was intentional. Yeah, now we do the same same kind of thing here with the podcast on our YouTube channel. You know, everything has the same font. The title is placed in the same way. Really? Yeah. Oh. No, Andrew's on it, man. Oh, Andrew. Yeah, Thanks, Andrew. I didn't even know, man. But you know, and it's yeah. the same two doofuses on the same side of the table every time. Yeah. 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 That's cool. Uh, that's so, great advice. So when you talk about the, you know, how how much does differentiation is there between your branding in terms of the look and feel of the memes compare with just because like. Almost all the memes I know are you are your guys, I think, but just memes out in the world that have nothing to do with jazz because there is some overlap in that look. Is that right? Correct. I mean, when we first started, we were obviously referencing there. There's certain types of memes or certain uh, forms that have developed over the years that have become recognizable, and we relied right. on right. picking one of them. And right. instead of getting complicated right. and trying to make many different kinds. To just make it simple and really focus on the content of the meme and not how can we make a million different kinds of memes, but just what is the meme saying? We stuck with one, and that, like Chase was saying, that really helped with the brand. And by just sticking with that similar font over and over and really just being consistent, I think one of the biggest things that differentiates us is that we, we did it every single day, you know? We didn't, we didn't, and by doing it every day, it really communicated to even when we had a very small audience at the beginning, they're like, oh, that's them. Because I see that every day. Right. I see it the right. same way. Even if the meme's a little different, it just is like you're sending a strong signal that's consistent. Yeah. No, it's great. I mean, that combined with the very simple branding, 
um, visually and you know, is I, I can really see how it, how it took off uh, for you guys. But I would just say too that that the next part that, of it that I see though is the quality of the content. I mean, you could have all that if you guys didn't hit the quality. And I guess uh, you know, we, 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 do you guys kind of look at the quality as is it just how funny it is or how much it gets shared? Like, what's your guys kind of barometer for the the, the, the quality that you aspire to with the memes? Yeah, so we have definitely different memes and different posts have different goals, right? So some of the memes that we post are definitely focused on getting new followers uh, and growing the audience from a new network. So those would be some of the memes where we're either featuring an artist we hadn't featured before. So we're hoping to bring in some of their network or get them seeing it. Um, it could be the ones where we tag something that's relevant to what's going on. So that might be something like the Jazz Congress is happening. And we're being strategic about attaching the meme to a current event, right? So that's, that's a great um, you know, tactic that any of the listeners can use to kind of have their content relevant to people on Instagram or whatever their channel is. No, that's great. And I remember it's, it's you guys killed it at Jazz Congress because I, I think of that really timely tagging. Because I remember sitting in some stuff where I was so bored that I was just like looking at my phone. And you guys <laughs> you guys saved me from just like basically hanging myself at the end of the at the halfway through some of those talks. Big shout out to Jazz and Lincoln Center, though. Love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we love them. too. <laughs> so, fellas, it seems to me that uh, another Another consistent thing I see in your post is engagement. I wonder if you could talk a little bit about your philosophy with engaging um, people who are are commenting, who are engaging you. Well, I think that's a great point. And I think that that's one of the things we really want to drive home is that, you know, we have musicians who, who don't want to create meme pages per se, but they want to get their music out there. And one of the biggest things, and it's a hard time to be doing this, is people want people engaged with their music, right? If you're just an artist coming out of school or you're an artist struggling to get your career going, you want people engaging with your music. And, you know, we have great engagement on our page. And I think a lot of that is due to a couple things. One is we talk to our audience. We, we're really conscious about communicating with them when they try and talk to us, when they message us, you know, whether it's a comment or a direct message, we talk to everyone. We right. read all the messages, we communicate. And I think that drives home a feeling to the other side that, wow, these guys are listening to us. There's a, there's a communication that's happening here and they care about me. Yeah, and just to build on that, I, th I think where a lot of musicians can go wrong in this kind of engagement or trying to do that is they don't really interact or even think about their audience as much until they have an album coming out. Right. And then all of a sudden they want or they have a gig coming up that's important. And then they're trying to get people to engage. Right. And, right. and that just gives off really the wrong vibe. You don't want to be that guy where you're only asking for help, you know, when instead you of giving help back to the community or sharing content that they actually value. So our whole goal is in building the community and really the way we think about doing that is we create, you know, interesting, new, original, funny, educational content. We do it consistently and we connect with our audience. So those three things for us really come together 
in our opinion, to really bring jazz memes up. And that's what's led to its success. And jazz, not just the memes, but the whole community of jazz musicians and lovers and players, all of those come together. Yeah, and I love that you guys always, you guys are so consistent, not just in saying that, but in your actions also. I mean, I always feel that, and I think that you guys are such an asset for the community by putting out content, by sharing things, but doing it in a way that, it, and you, you, you hit right on it where you're giving. It isn't just about like, oh, you know, w- once you need something for me, and I think that what you just highlighted there is great advice for musicians. And for some reason in the jazz world, this is not um, done as well, I think, as some other areas. Like you, I, I hear a lot from, from good artists, I mean, maybe young, up and coming or, or otherwise, um, where they'll say like, well, you know, I want to post more. But I, you know, I can't afford. I'm trying to. I'm going to hire this social media manager, and I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. social media is to engage. I mean, like, like you don't have to go on there. I think to be a great musician, it's not about that. But if you you want to skip over the step of actually engaging with people, don't go on there. Yeah, you know what I mean. And I see you guys. You could just put your stuff out, and it'd be funny and entertaining, and not engage. And people would engage. You have very engageable, I think, content with your audience with each other. But the fact that you do jump in, that you do help out the community actively and stuff, I think makes it more exciting. And actually, is I think is a super smart uh, marketing play on your part as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just yeah. to go into that point, we've actually never spent a penny on ads for jazz memes. So, I mean, we've, we've did a survey a few months back, um, asking people, you know, what's, why would they want to build an audience or what's their biggest struggle in building an audience? And that's one that a lot of people said is, oh, I don't have money to buy ads or to buy followers, or I don't have time to do that. And that's almost hilarious to us because we've never spent any money in doing it and you don't need to, that's not the kind of engagement you want. Anyways, you want a real audience of real fans and you do that by building trust and being consistent and building that community. Yeah, no, I love it. And I think that you guys, you know, even what you I I love that you guys talked about, you know, having a simple piece of content, being consistent with it, posting. You said all these things, um, you know, serving the community and everything before you even said anything about, oh, you have to it has to be on Instagram. It has to be this size and all that. Like, and I know that you guys are very savvy with that, but it's like I'm always telling musicians, even when they ask us, they're like, oh, man, open studio, you guys are killing it on Facebook. We see all this. Like, what's the best time of day? I'm like, man, we never think about we probably should. But I mean, like the more I think and it's great advice, you know, for all of our listeners that want to do stuff online and grow the audience is like focus on the quality of your content yep. and focus on your community. Bingo. And if your community is starts at one person, it will start with one person. Sure. And yeah. then you grow that, do some smart things to do that, but don't get caught up in like, Oh, should I put this on Twitter instead of Instagram? Just get it out there. I mean, and hope that somebody looks at it. That's absolutely. Every, I feel like all of the, the big things that we've done, um, you know, for in marketing have been, you know, that kind of thing where it's like we, we put out something that was, uh, that just struck a nerve because of the quality uh, or the consistency, right? You know, you know, like a daily podcast or whatever, and and that has been more effective than any ad you could take out. Yeah. So speaking of that, uh, fellas, I got a question for you. Um, <laughs> is there a number one jazz meme of all time? I mean, like either that has been shared the <clears throat> most. Do you guys track that, or is that you kind of got like an organic feel for it, or like the number most popular jazz meme? Oh, well, we definitely know which one's the most popular on our platform. I mean, the then, then we have our personal favorites, but honest, happily, like, these are both the same thing. So the best <laughs> meme, I think, there's really two that are vying for the first spot, but I think the number one for me is uh, the one we did of Roy Hargrove, Strasburg St. Denis 2, uh, the Kanye West uh, clip. That 
just you know to pay homage to him and the joy that his music brings that was to me like a perfect moment for awesome. us awesome. Mm. and and that really was that that's personal but then we saw that response from our community that people to this day are still finding it mm-hmm. you know finding it hilarious and and you know commenting about him and his music yeah no it's a great place i mean i think that you you know probably you know maybe even inadvertently provided maybe a little bit of a meeting point for folks with you know that that type of a post as well which is a great kind of community thing community service really you provide well, yeah, that's something we we didn't really see in you know the jazz community at all when we when we started, and you know this is something we've been doing for like about three years. So even people that have just now heard about it, it's it's a long game in building your audience. You know, yeah. so the, if if your goal is like, oh, I want you know to be you know real famous and have a hundred thousand followers, uh, you know, in a few months, you're gonna go about it differently. You're gonna go about it by buying followers and by doing these kind of shadier tactics instead of really trying to think okay i'm in this for years how can i really establish a foundation right 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 well it's got to be i mean the my, my feeling is that for you guys uh, uh one of the best you know marketing things that you did has been word of mouth among people consuming your content right i mean in terms of spreading things further well honestly the the i think the thing that we we value the most is our relationships relationships with our fans and with with the artists and by by treasuring that the most you know whether that's you know all in all areas that we handle them or talk with them directly or the way we ask permission before posting certain content stuff we go about all that i think that works the word of mouth for you if if you're someone that you know can be trusted and is someone you know that translates we didn't we don't have to speak about ourselves people will do that for us because mm-hmm. you know they see what we're trying to do is genuine you know right 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 cool so awesome. w- one of the thing i wanted to ask you guys about was um how have you guys been able to so skillfully i would say navigate you know the the tough shark infested waters mm-hmm. of uh creating humorous content on a daily basis about you know, let's be frank, a field in general in which we are known to take ourselves way too seriously and to and especially at this time yeah, yeah, yeah. in the kind of history of jazz when it's been, you know, put it put up on a pedestal, put what's the thing we always lionized and and put into the museum and everything. And it seems like you guys have somehow been able to kind of, you know, thread that needle into making fun of it, but without it being disrespectful. Yeah, I mean, really, what Kevin and I are always just, you know, discussing different ideas for memes, or we'll, we'll see a new photo and we'll save it, and we're really always thinking about this. Um, so we're always kind of having that conversation ourselves. And really, when when we think of something, whether it's you know we're going to make fun of a vocalist, or this kind of thing happens on a gig, or you know, different situations that might be tense or might have that kind of controversy, yeah. that's yeah. usually the ones we think. Oh, if we feel like we need to shy away from it, then we're like, we definitely need to talk about that because the jazz community needs to talk about that. And this might be a place in the comments on our Instagram or, or via DMS where people can talk about that and share their opinion or have share some new thoughts on it. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, it's almost like a a a pressure release valve that Mm. you guys provide sometimes for something other people are afraid to say. And I think what you do really well too, is like, you'll mention like in your description, 
you'll kind of soften it back a little bit by saying like you know you know tag one of your favorite vocalists the you, you know you kind of prop it back up after pull it you know making fun or whatever and and i think that's a really nice way to do it and make it like you're not picking on somebody or whatever because i mean it's like you know you guys have some i mean the ari honig ones are some of my favorite because he's such a comical looking yeah, guy awesome. big shout out to ari love you brother yeah but i mean you know yeah. he's been a longtime collaborator yeah i yeah. think <laughs> i think one of the other things to your point is like how do we manage to walk that line i mean we're not we're not perfect like chase was saying a lot of our discussions our initial reaction might not be the best one but we always i think if we always come from a place of positivity and we're always thinking how is this serving the community because a lot of things can a lot of the the ways you can go about you know making a joke that attacks someone in a in a, in a certain way we're often attacking a situation not a person right and right. and that's a big important point and honestly if we're hitting on truth that's also something that's crucial but we also make fun of everybody mm -hmm. so I don't think you can come to our, you know, that's another thing. You, you see that over time, if you've been, a, you know, if you come to our channel, just the one day that we're talking about making fun of singers, yeah, you can mm -hmm. feel attacked. Right. But if you see that I, we've made fun of every instrument, every possible thing, you know, that we can think of in the jazz world, you realize, oh, this is to make a comment about something we can all have a light laugh about. Yeah. No, I think it's great. I mean, the other thing is, if you think about it, you guys and, you know, some other kind of s satirists and humorists, I guess, or whatever, or, or, that do things within, you know, dabbling in jazz or, or connected with it or whatever, it's a great public-facing thing to sort of the outside world. I mean, I know a lot of what you guys do, it's so inside, which is great. It's almost like if you're not a jazz conservatory student right now, you almost miss it, you know, but if you're a yeah, musician yeah. or if you're really into the music, but I think it transcends enough where people could ask something about it. But what happens is like, we have so much negativity among like, you know, all these articles about, you know, Branford and Nicholas recently fighting and, 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 you know, we're, we're very quick to put up negative things about each other as opposed to like humorous and what I would say is really almost positive and fun loving types of things, light hearted, but it goes along with the whole, we take ourselves too seriously. Obviously. Yeah. Gentle ribbing never hurt anyone. Exactly. Come on now. Yeah. Well, it might yeah, hurt uh, Chase and Kevin. They may have a stack of lawsuits. I don't know. Man. We have to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, have you guys? Really I was, I was going to ask right about now. this. Yeah, this is a very tense time. <laughs> I was going to ask you guys on, on a similar vein here. Like, have you ever gotten any like 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 really severe pushback from anyone? Um, we got a couple. So you want to talk about the <laughs> Bill Evans? Well, no. So I mean, we've we've had only honestly, I'm thankful to say yeah. we've only had a pushback a couple times. Um, you know, to what you were saying earlier, do we step? You know, how do we ride that line? You know, we we've done posts like the Jazz Avengers where we had wanted to make something that was capitalizing on the popularity of the Avengers, and you know that brought up the, a, a common topic in jazz about women in jazz, and that was we're so thankful that we had to go through that um, with the audience because we had the think about really think about how does how do we handle this issue especially as humorists and still you know being real about what's going on in the jazz world so that was a, that was a definitely a tough one and definitely one that caused a lot of controversy for yeah. us um but you know we've gotten honestly the most hate mail we get is from jazz singers yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like everyone else seems to be pretty on board with all the jokes 
but you know they take it a little more to heart and it's okay we understand uh-huh. but it that's honestly where we get the most hate mail <laughs> is that coming mostly in the comments or is that coming physically at your door with with weapons outside <laughs> it's on the gig it's on the gig the yeah, same yeah, as they, the they play with like, give them side eyes oh all right no no uh you know, sometimes it's directly, but you know, th- mm-hmm. we lo- what ends up happening is we talk with them, and actually, this, that's the best part is that we have a dialogue with them. We don't shy away from it, and they we actually come out friends with these people or, or having a positive communication with them. We don't shy away from that dialogue. Yeah, maybe maybe you could even give them a gift as part of that thing, like a you know harmony book or a scale. Bo- oh, sorry. Uh, oh boy. Okay, okay sorry. But now we're gonna <laughs> send your letters to Peter <laughs> at Open Studio. That was Adam. That was Adam. Clearly. clearly. <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh. That's the jazz memes guys. They they Ooh. told me to say that. Yeah. <laughs> well guys Kevin, well, I think what Adam what Adam was hoping with that last question though was maybe like he was looking for something a little more like some cease and desist letter from Keith Jarrett's attorney. <laughs> that would have been exciting. You could have like dropped that on the podcast today. I mean we get no, that from I, his record label every other day. Yeah. So, no. We hadn't have had that really. I think one time um Bill Evans' daughter or someone from his estate asked us to take down whatever meme we did of Bill Evans. Right. Uh I think that was about it, right. as right. Fa- as far as that kind of thing goes. Um, did you guys so take, did. It down? take it down? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Because I, I would mean, think being because you guys are under the humor, you have a lot of leeway because you're it's humor, right? I mean, you, you know, can we, almost we do probably anything. do. We probably do, but I, like going back to the point, if if an artist came at us is like, hey, I don't like that, or I don't like how I look in that, can you take it down? Sure. Like our focus again, we always think back. Okay, what's the point of this? And if the artist feels like it's not including them in the community or they're being attacked or made fun of in a way, maybe they missed the point. Um, but we don't, we don't want to, you know, just cut off that relationship for that purpose, for the sake of, you know, some um, likes. Yeah. yeah. Or I mean, that's great. Great. Good stuff, guys. Well, thank you guys for, for taking the time to chat with us today. It's really fascinating to hear all about this. And I think some really good stuff for our listeners who are wanting to grow their, their online audience like exactly everything that you guys talked about i think is is crucial for it. it's very crucial and it's not even to me i mean the humor is is the quality of the content there but i think the the foundations that you guys kind of laid out it can really be applied to a lot you know to a lot of things the simplicity the consistency for sure simplicity in the branding connecting with the community giving to the community before you ask for something i mean that's like all very foundational and and you know having kind of gone through a lot of the same type of things i can tell folks it's very simple sounding but it's a lot of work and i commend you guys because i know to to show up every day and do that is is uh is work that's why most people don't do it it. (laughs) yeah that's exactly that's exactly right and actually for your listeners we actually put together um a playbook basically of of the top three um strategies and tactics that we've used um, and we put that together as a as a PDF that they can download. Oh, um, nice! Oh, right on. Yes. So if they go, if they just go to jazzmemes.org/slash/playbook, they can download that. All, All right. right cool. We'll we'll include a link here in the description of yeah. uh, of the podcast. Jazzmemes.org/slash/playbook. Now, is there a separate URL for a simplified one for vocalists? Hey, oh, oh my god, <laughs> dude, dude. Well, they have. There is a section for my instrument, so they can just put none. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh wow okay i like it i like it they're ready to play ball all right well this is like so i knew you guys were from florida but knowing you're from miami now the way i imagine it's hot this, down here yeah uh, the way i imagine this is you guys are like you know at miami beach you know out on the beach chilling you know and you've got uh, maybe like an here. ipad with a pencil like creating the next jazz meme you know oh, i'm gonna yeah. go for a dip in the water and then come back is that how it goes that down? is exactly the vibe we want to give off <laughs> <laughs> Cool, cool. Well, thank you guys so much, Kevin Chase, man. Much, uh, much love, much success. I'm so glad uh, we guys, you guys, took a little time to come and talk uh, to us. You got anything else? I think that's well, it. Well, just thanks, yeah. guys, so much for having us. We love what you guys do. You guys are part of the community that we hope to like bring into the world. We believe jazz is alive and well, and that this community is strong. You know, and you guys, and and what we're trying to do is all serving that. So, thank you guys for having us on and letting us. Talk. Oh, yeah, man. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Right I on, totally guys. agree. One love in the jazz world. For sure. And uh, till tomorrow, you'll hear it.